Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with News and Views from the Nefarium on Thursday, October 19th, 2017. Um, first, a bit of news. Uh, I have moved tomorrow's vid chat. Normally, we would have a vid chat tomorrow at uh, 2 p.m. for our African and European members. I have moved it to next week. Uh, I got slammed yesterday buy a bunch of stuff and uh, have to take care of it. So I am moving the vid chat to next week. I'm not canceling it. I'm just moving it uh, to next week. Uh, if those of you who've already sent questions, those will be archived and then carried over uh, for the next week. So it gives you a little extra time to get your questions in. Anyway, today, some strange news out of uh, Las Vegas again, or about the Las Vegas shooting. And uh, these two stories just have me really wondering what the heck is going on uh, and fuel for some high-octane speculation. They're both very short stories. One is from IntelliHub. Uh, I don't know anything about that uh, source, so take that with a grain of salt. But it's a very, very unusual story. Very short story. It says, quote, the Clark County Office of the Coroner and Medical Examiner is currently on lockdown and has been since the October 1st massacre. Footage obtained by CrowdSource The Truth's Jason Goodman on Wednesday reveals the facility is being guarded by multiple police units despite the fact that the coroner is a duly elected official whose authority is among the highest of all law enforcement officials in the state of Nevada. The coroner is independent of the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department altogether. That is to say, the coroner supersedes the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. So why would the coroner's office be on lockdown? I guess at this point, one can only speculate. Other suspects on the loose, the cover-up of a capstone exercise, did capstone go hot? I mean, why would the coroner need protection if the lone shooter, Stephen Paddock, was dead? What is going on here? I suspect all, all valid questions, uh, folks. My suspicion is that if anyone is in a position to challenge the narrative that this was a lone nut shooting of Lee Harvey Paddock, uh, it would be the county coroner who would have been in a position to examine the bodies of some of the unfortunate victims and particularly to note any uh, distinct calibers of bullets, number one. In other words, were there more than one weapon that was being shot? We know that Paddock allegedly has several different weapons in his uh, uh, hotel room. But more importantly, the coroner would have been able to track the bullet tracks and, and shrapnel tracks in the bodies of the victims, and that would have indicated if there were indeed shooters on the ground. So this is my suspicion about the Las Vegas coroner. It is, to me, extremely suspicious on lockdown, uh, that the coroner is on lockdown and uh, under protection by the Las Vegas Police Department which makes me wonder if the local sheriff there and if the police department suspects something is up and that the coroner might be uh, targeted for elimination because of possible knowledge that the coroner might have, or if they are trying to keep the coroner from speaking about that openly, it's anybody's guess. But this is very, very suspicious, folks. Um, 
I don't know how else to put it. The coroner would be in the best position to challenge any lone shooter narrative. That, I do think, is rather clear. And this story uh, just recently um, shared with me, uh, and I wanted to bring it to your attention. Now, there's another story regarding the Las Vegas shooting that I also find highly suspicious. Um, and this story I have received a number of different uh, a number of different versions of and uh, one of them this one in particular raises some questions about two individuals I want to read two or pardon me three paragraphs uh, from this article and the article is titled shares MGM CEO sold 80% of his MGM shares weeks before Las Vegas massacre on Tuesday, September 5th, 2017, the board of MGM's Resorts International decided to approve a $1 billion share repurchase program. At a net worth of $17.7 billion today, the program represented a significant portion of its current market cap. By the end of the week, MGM's CEO, James Murren, had coolly divested himself of 80% of the shares he owned in his company. The divestment came just days before the ex-dividend date on September 8, 2017. The sales were originally disclosed in a document filed with the Ex Securities and Exchange Commission. Mirren had previously divested 57,269 shares on July 31st and August 9th. It's currently unclear why Mirren chose to sell when he did. Now, skipping a little bit here to another paragraph, just... Uh, following this, Mr. Murren and his fellow board members were not the only speculators who were bearish on MGM's prospects. Billionaire investor George Soros also bought $42 million worth of puts, that's short selling folks, on the company according to SEC filings from mid-August. Now the question there of course is did these gentlemen know something and what intrigues me here is that the press for for the most part doesn't seem to be following up this particular line of the story and I think it should um, there could be completely innocent speculations about this perhaps both of these individuals heard something uh, in all of their financial contacts that indicated that that something might go down or that that MGM stock was going to take a tumble uh, anything like that, but it could also indicate some sort of insider information, and this is the problem. We've seen this pattern with events like this with 9-11. We even saw it with uh, the assassination of President Kennedy, and these questions are left unstated. These people need to be interrogated by the media. The media needs to focus on it because when you put this together with the coroner uh, being under kind of more or less lockdown, this certainly raises the stakes that everything is not kosher in Las Vegas. These are very, very important stories. Um, the article, this article ends, why would the individual with the most information about the company sell 80% of his shares immediately after the commencement of a program that most would consider positive for the stock? Shouldn't he want to hold on to his shares? Is there something he knew 
that others didn't that led to so much movement in such little time what a week and indeed those are the types of questions that need to be asked and and this particular article is asking them i have not to my knowledge uh, heard anyone reporting to me that these are questions that are being uh, asked by the lamestream corporate controlled media. So there's more going on with this story. It gets murkier and murkier by the week. To me, of the two articles here, I think the coroner's story is the most interesting because it points to the fact that the coroner, of all people, would know information that could either confirm or challenge the narrative of the lone nut shooter and the coroner is being kept under lock and key and close guard. So there's something going on here, folks, that I wanted to bring your attention to. Don't forget, uh, again, tomorrow there is no vid chat. I have moved it from tomorrow to next Friday. Uh, I got slammed this week, so I apologize for that last-minute change of the schedule, but I have not canceled that vid chat. I simply have moved it. Anyway, Wanted to bring all of that to your attention, folks. I'll see you on the flip side. I want to thank everybody again for sending all the articles that you've been sending on so many stories. Uh, I've just begun to start sorting through them this week to schedule next week's blogs. A really heavy week. So thank you again. And I'll see everybody on the flip side. Bye-bye and God bless.